Good morning. Happy Saturday morning. That's not a thing. Uh, welcome to the Cone Phone. I'm Grant Cone. Ninth Wonder Comics is a as a member. I want to say shout out to the members. If you are a member, there are all new emojis that you can use, courtesy of Joshua Knudsen. Great guy. So I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, I'll be taking your calls for the next hour. Got to run at 10:30. But before I start, I want to give you the the, the um. The link is in the chat and in the description. I want to give you a little uh, preamble on the game coming up tomorrow night against the Chargers. This is a game the Niners should win relatively easily. The Chargers are really banged up and the Niners aren't as much. The Chargers don't have Keenan Allen or Mike Williams or two starting wide receivers. That should pretty much be the nail in their coffin. They shouldn't score more than 14 or 17 points. Really, this should be a 28-14, 27-17 game. But that's sort of assuming that the Niners are going to just be consistent and play up to their standard, which they haven't done all year. The Chargers haven't beaten a good team yet this year, but they've won four out of five. And the only loss they've had in the last in those five games was to the Seahawks, who have found consistency. They've won four games in a row by double digits. The Niners have won one game in a row by double digits. Before that, they'd lost two games in a row by double digits. So here's why how this game could go sideways a little bit for the 49ers. They've gotten a lot of guys back healthy. The Niners, but they're missing Eric Armstead still, Javon Kinlaw still, and now Samson Ebukam, who injured himself on a Monday practice to this week. So that's three-fourths of the Niners' defensive line that'll be out. So what the Chargers could do, really what their only option to do on offense, is to copy what the Falcons did, run the ball as much as possible. The, the Niners, okay, so you say the Chargers don't have their, their wide receivers. They're screwed. Okay, well, the Niners just lost to the Falcons who threw the ball 14 times and don't have weapons. And what the Falcons did was they saw a beat-up Niners defense. And they're like, if we just commit to running the ball, by the second half, the Niners don't have the depth anymore in their D-line. They'll be tired. It worked. So the Chargers could say, you know what? We're not really in a position to pass this week. Let's run the ball as much as possible. The Niners are going to run the ball too. We got Austin Eckler. We got a good offensive line. And see what happens. I mean, you got Hassan Ridgeway, Charles Amenahu, Kevin Givens. I mean, there's opportunities to run the ball there. Um, so that's one way that the Chargers could keep the game close. They've given up the fewest sacks in the league. They have a better quarterback than the Niners, and their running back is similar to Christian McCaffrey. Now, the Chargers have the worst run defense in the league. Even if they, if it's like a, a battle of who can run the ball better, the Niners should win that. But there's Jimmy Garoppolo, the Jimmy Garoppolo factor. Is this going to be the week that he has three turnovers, two turnovers and a safety? The Chargers have a playmaker at safety in Derwin James. This is not just a slam dunk for the 49ers, although it should be. But the Niners I've seen this season, I have no idea what I'm going to get from them on a week-to-week basis. This is a team they haven't faced in a while. They played each other in uh, camp two years ago, and they intercepted Jimmy Garoppolo over and over and over and over again. So um, I'm picking the Niners to win this game by 10. I think 27-17 is what it should be. But that's because of how depleted the Chargers are. What about the Niners? Do we really know what we're ever going to get from them on a week-to-week basis? If the Chargers can run the ball, this game could go any any way. And do you know for sure the Niners are going to shut down Austin Eckler? I mean, they probably can play nine in the box. You have nothing to worry about. They should be able to commit to it and shut down the run. But uh, they couldn't do it in Atlanta. It'd be interesting to see. All right, let's take some calls. Korean 49er, how are you? Good, Grant. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. So, the Char- I see the Chargers game is a very winnable game, but they need- oh, yeah. Jimmy cannot decide to throw to Derwin James three times and have him give three, Derwin James three chances to intercept the ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if he could keep the mistakes down and just be a game manager, that's all we can ask for out of him. Bad week to throw, to force the ball to George Kittle. Because of all the safeties in the league, I think Derwin James matches up the best with him. Der- uh, Kittle said, he said, it's like going up against myself. Six foot four, big, fast, frankly faster. So yeah, yeah. Do you see yeah. the Forty ers offense defensive line maybe could get some pressure on the Chargers because I believe Rayshon Slater's out for this game. Do you think that's a key for the defense to um, get pressure with four if possible? 
No question. Absolutely. I think Nick Bosa should have some opportunities in this game. That's another reason why I feel the Chargers' best course of action is to just try to do what the Falcons did and run. The, even though you have Justin Herbert, you don't have your, your star tackle, you don't have your wide receivers, who are you throwing to? Gerald Everett and DeAndre Carter? I mean, really, you're throwing to Austin Eckler. So the whole game plan is going to revolve around him. Great. Uh, you have They have good offensive linemen in the interior. I think that's where they may have an advantage if they have one. They have to do that. Otherwise, they lose. Yeah. So I know this is looking ahead, but when are you going down to Mexico City for the uh, Cardinals game? Wednesday or I, Thursday next week? I haven't decided yet. I haven't. I booked my hotel for Thursday night. I could change it. I haven't. I got to figure it out. Either Thursday or Friday. I haven't, I haven't decided if I'm going to go to Colorado Springs. It's an extra trip just to cover a couple practices. I really should, but I don't really want to. I kind of want to just go straight to Mexico City. So I haven't decided if whether I'm going to do the professional thing or the fun thing. I don't know. If they're training at Colorado Springs, is the, are they training at the Air Force Academy? I think so. That's actually a very beautiful place you would like. Because see, it's see the I'm, in a, so. I'm in a bind. It's a quandary. I might do that. I might do that. So, all, all right. right. It's, Colorado Springs is actually a very nice place. So That's what I heard. So... All right. Yeah, it's, it's not exactly West Virginia. Sorry, sorry, West Virginia. West Virginia was pretty. It was just really far away. It was so far away. All right. Anyway. All right. Good to Thanks, see you. Grant. You have a nice week. You too. Hunter, man, back for more. <laughs> What's up, man? Hold on. You you're, you're muted. Just press that the uh, the little uh, I got microphone it. thing. There you go. Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for having me on again, bro. Thanks for doing cone phone in general and giving us a place to vent to express our frustrations and, and joys man you know honestly i feel like we sh- the 49ers should win this game right they should win this game on paper on the field they a better team than the Chargers are right now no keenan allen no mike williams uh joey bosa not playing like, right they pretty much down all their stars right so normally you know D'Amico likes to have two shutdown corners. We don't. We only need one because they got Josh Palmer. If we can't stop DeAndre Carter and the rest of the practice squad, Gerald guys, Everett, they got playing yeah. Gerald Everett, yeah. Austin Eckler is a threat. But we have really good linebackers. They should be True. able to contain that. So I'm not worried about the defense. I think the defense can keep the game low scoring. Now I say that, but we know we have problems with running quarterbacks. So yeah. If, Herbert decided, and Herbert's hey, a I'm bit a, of an athlete. He's not Mariota, yeah. but he's an athlete. Yeah, he hasn't been running a lot this season. But if he decides, hey man, these guys leaving these lanes open, I'm gonna start taking them. That could be mm-hmm. a problem. It's the only thing I'm really worried about on defense. Now, offense, this is gonna be the first game with Debo back. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, with Debo and Christian and Christian uh, McCaffrey. I think Kyle might struggle to figure out what he wants to do with that dynamic. And that could cause him to overthink things on offense. Kyle overthink things? I've never seen him do that. Are you kidding me, Hunter? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, and then, like you just said, man, we gotta address the elephant in the room. Jimmy been having Jimmy. he's been having not good games in the sense of I'm putting my team on the back and leading them to the victory, but he's been staying out the way. And you know, not and not not messing stuff up. Mm-hmm. How long can that last? And with somebody with a charger defense like the Chargers, they have a lot of guys that get after the quarterback. Like Derwin James, not only is he good in coverage, not only is he good in run stop, but he can blitz the quarterback. Khalil yeah. Mack blitz yeah. the quarterback. I saw Khalil Mack make a play last week. He just ran up to the wide receiver and took the ball out of his hands and just ran the other way. Like it looked like, you know, when you play when you play um backyard football and you got that kid that's bigger than everybody else and just imposes his will. Like what happens when they put that that guy on the same side of the field as Mike McGlinchey? Let me tell you something. If the Niners fall behind early like they did in Atlanta and they have to play catch up, that's when Khalil Mack ruins your game. Cause now you can't just run the ball or or present like you're gonna run every play. Yep. And one you know? thing about the Chargers, they can blitz up the middle uh, mm-hmm. with Tranquil too. So that's a that's a problem. But we pretty we pretty solid on the middle. The the young guys have been playing good in the, in the middle. So I'm not worried about that too much. But 
It just really, I think this game is going to come down to Jimmy mm-hmm. and Kyle. If Jimmy plays good, don't commit the turnovers. Be fine. We'll be all right. If Kyle can get in, stick to a game plan. If here's the thing, if, if we don't go off his script early, if the script works out early, we should be good. Get if, that lead. I'm cruise. telling you this. Yeah. If the first drive the 49ers have is a three and out or anything less than a touchdown, it's going to be a problem. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. A lot of times the Niners had that long drive and it's like field goal at the end. It's like, oh, it's going to be that. It Wasn't that what happened uh, against Kansas City? They had a nice yeah, drive. Did. It looked great. Didn't they? And they had, yeah. what was it? I forget. Anyway, they were up 10 yeah, nothing yeah, against think, Kansas City. Am I wrong? Yeah, I think that first one, they got they got the field goal. And then, then there was a turnover. A turnover, and they got the, they got the, the touchdown. I think if yeah. you go 7-7, seven, seven, then that's, you know, it's different. The team, yeah. your opponent got to play different. More, yeah. more than likely, they're going to have to commit to the pass more, which just changes the complete dynamics of how a defense can play against, you know. But 10, that's still, you know, hey, 10, that's nothing. We score a touchdown, we score another touchdown, we got the lead back. You know, look, even if you go, you four, you up 14, you score two touchdowns, it's back to a tie ball. It's back to the ball game starts over again. And that's like the way I always try to tell people, that's my my dad was a football coach. That's how he told me about football. He said, son, every time the game ties up, it starts over again. It's a cat hmm. and mouse game. So you don't – and I've been watching – I watch a lot of football, but I've been watching more football um, this year. And I see coaches make a lot of bad decisions, and I don't understand it. I understand an- analytics are prevalent. A lot of coaches, instead of taking the field goal, they will try to go for the touchdown. Or instead of taking the the extra point, they'll try to go for two when it, it makes absolutely no sense. Kyle is the opposite of that. He's going to take his points, which I'm not mad at him for that. But at some point, you can't always, oh, we're just going to take the three. Uh, we, yeah. you know, you especially when you know your offense isn't scoring a whole lot of points, yeah. other than last week against the Rams. But we always score a lot of points against the Rams. Right. So I feel like this week the Chargers don't get it twisted, even though they missing Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. They can still score a lot of points. So I feel like this week is going to be about getting seven, not taking threes, no three and outs. Like we got to go on extended drives, give the defense a break, and we should be good. But like I said, this week is all about Jimmy and Kyle. That's that's as long as they bring their A game, we'll be good. Agree. Good stuff, Hunter. Thank you for calling in. All right, bro. That was good stuff, man. Sorry I cut you off too early. Karan, what's up? Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Hey, so you, so the elephant in the room is is that if the 49ers lose this game, how can you take them seriously for anything? Correct. You can't. Yeah. You cannot take them seriously at all. To me, there are, you know, what, an 8-9, and 9-8 team that will play the second seed, get their bell rung, and then call it a successful season. They lost their starting quarterback and you know it'll be interesting to see what happens next year but can i ask you something since you're in the locker room do you think the locker room currently has the makeup to withstand a six and ten five and twelve season next year with the players that they have no currently they've made it real clear they're not they're that that, they're not in for that they've made it really clear really so i mean don't you think I, I, well, I can't. They see were so happy that Jimmy Garoppolo came back. They've pretty much made it clear, like, hey, we're 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 all in for Trey Lance as long as he's fully developed when he gets on the field. Oh, he's not. Well, maybe we should go back to Jimmy because we're kind of really good with Jimmy. Do you do not see like the irony of people defending Jimmy five years ago because he didn't have enough playing time, and then he finally got a season underneath his belt? Because mm-hmm. really, the dynamic of Jimmy was he played four or five games, and he was injured those four or five games. You can say the same thing for Trey Lance as well. They got lucky in 2019 or 2020-19, and they got that, you know, lightning in a bottle, that defense that was, like, very good, and they propelled them to the Super Bowl. So the 49er locker room, those core players are trying to replicate what they got with Jimmy, who had only played six or seven games, and thinking that's the way it is. But that's not the way it is. That was an outlier. Right, mm-hmm. and they, you know, they blew the adult, that outlier essentially. They did. My my other point I wanted to, to to get with you is, why do you think offenses are just garbage this year? 
like this year in particular. Have you noticed like games from a aesthetically pleasing offense standpoint are re- and, and I'm watching all you know I typically I, I'm on the East Coast I watch all the games even the Bills they go through stretches where they're like look that's that's not very good that's not very good play is it do you think that athletes are changing on the defensive side and they've gotten much better or do you think they've caught enough I don't I just don't understand like because the rules they're all for offense yeah I think it's a few things. I think this is partially what happens with all the parity and the and the salary cap. Like, there's just not that much consistency on offense anymore. I feel like you need offenses need to stick together more. But anyway, what's changed more about this year? Well, maybe it's the fact that Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan's coaches have like proliferated the entire league, and there's that one style of offense. Or maybe it's the fact that Vic Fangio's defenses have proliferated on, around the league, and offenses really don't have the answer for that. Is that possibly it? Because the thing is, I think yards per completion is lower than it's like ever been. And I think what this Fangio defense is doing is forcing a bunch of checkdowns. And I think that's like not, I mean, that's what, so the offense is pretty much doing what the defense, it's taking what the defense gives them, which is bullshit. You, mean, you know, it's, it, it, here's you take, take you a check down. So maybe the offense, maybe defenses are just ahead of offenses right now. So they flipped it. So essentially, yeah. Kyle Sanheim's offense was predicated on you making the mistake and we'll capitalize. Mm-hmm. Now the tables have turned like, we're not going to make the mistake. We're going to wait for you to fumble, you know, make a holding penalty. And okay. so Or, that, or have a 13-play drive where you're flawless. Or How many of those you're going to have a game? Two? Yeah, maybe, if, maybe one. Yeah, you could have a really good drive, and there could be two field goals, and then that's right. what. So, right, oh, and that okay. was Fangio's philosophy ten years ago with this team, yeah. and now everyone's doing it, and it seems to be again the Niners are facing that this week, this week. Yes. So yeah, maybe that's I, partially I, it. You gotta you gotta I, respect defensive coaches for finding answers even when all the the rules are against them. Really smart. Yes, and my last thing is I think this this absence of Eric Armstead because he's getting paid as an elite pass rusher and i've really found out that really he should be known as an elite run stopper because the defense is not the same and he's probably getting overpaid as an elite run stopper he's getting paid like you know he's deforest buckner and he can also rush the passer but he's a really good run defender and he makes a huge impact in the run game he he does he does he does and the fact that he's not playing in this game is is one of the things that gives me a little bit of pause him ebukam kinlaw out it's like Okay, well, the Chargers do have a good interior offensive line, and they do have a good running back. So, are they are they going to run for one fifty? And if so, uh, is it anyone's game? Against, they go up against the other Bosa in practice, so you got to think there's some tendencies that they innately know. I mean, they may not be able to guard him, but you know they've got we've sh- but we've seen there are ways you can attack Bosa as a run defender. He's not necessarily the most disciplined run defender, and if you don't pass the ball much, you kind of take him out of the game. Yeah, he sells out for the run so sells out for the pass, pass. so bad that you can use it against him. It's and teams have yeah. Kron, great to All see right. you, man. See yep. See yep. Uh going to Azteca, who uh we, where are we watching football Sunday? I don't know, man. I'm probably gonna be my wife. But if you want to join us, make it a make <laughs> make it a triple a triple date. I was gonna almost say a threesome. Nathan Flores says, I just wanna see if they come out with momentum for the Rams game or struggle like they did versus the Colts last year after the bye week. That's true, they did struggle after the bye week last year. It'll be interesting to see. Um, all right. Josh Wyatt. How are you doing? Not in the mail truck today. I'm sorry, you don't live you don't have a mail truck. I don't have a mail truck. I got a work truck. Okay, work truck, not in the work truck. I uh, um so I think this is going to be a good game. I don't think it matters if they win or lose. I think people are putting a lot on us because it comes right after a bye week, right after the Christian McCaffrey trade. But I got them seven and six or six and seven going into that final four weeks of the season. And if if they lose this one and they win a different one, you know, I mean, right. they, they, they just kind of have to tread water through this stretch, go three and two. And, you know, it's not that it's not that it wouldn't be good to win this game. But the tiebreakers are going to come down to AFC, NFC, and this is an AFC game. And if you look back at the end of the season and said, oh, they lost a tough one to the Chargers, it wouldn't really change anything. They've already lost three games they should have won, though. I feel like how yeah. many of these can you continue? Like, 
Yeah, it wouldn't be the end of the world if he lost to the Chargers, but they're down. No Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams, no Joey Bosa. Like this is when this is when you want to face the Chargers and you can't take care of business. Sure. It would be demoralizing. I mean, yeah, but I think this team has some faith in themselves. The the issue I have is that regardless of whether or not they are, you know, they win this game and they end up eleven and six, or they lose this game and they end up ten and seven, or whatever, it comes down to what is the future of this franchise and what can they possibly do in this playoff run? And you know that, that McCaffrey trade went down and I've, I've been trying to figure out what bothered me about it so much. Like it just got under my skin like made me angry that they made that trade. And what made me angry is it goes against the philosophy of the team. It does. It does. The philosophy of the team is that Kyle Shanahan, his strength is he can scheme up a running game from anywhere. Now, next year, they're going to have the most expensive running game in the league. Mm -hmm. Debo Samuel, $24 million. Christian McCaffrey, $12 million. George Kittle, best blocking tight end in the league, $16 million. Juszczyk, $8 million. Exactly right. Trent Williams, $27 million. Trey Lance. He's a running back, too. Yeah. So the initial 2019 team was built on the back of we can put resources everywhere else except running game and then mm-hmm. manufacture a running game with undrafted free agents, Raheem mm-hmm. Mostert, mm-hmm. you know. What they're doing in Miami right now. Exactly right. Because it was never Kyle's strength. It was always it was always something that he was piggybacking off. I mean, it was his system, but it wasn't his strength. And now we're we're going to devote how many – draft picks how many millions of dollars on running backs and tight ends and running wide unprecedented receivers. so where does what does that come as a cost from because in 2019 we had the deepest defensive line in the league we had first round picks all across the d line we had great linebackers fast are we still have the remnants of that are we, are we going to be able to resign any of that are we bringing in offensive pass weapons that are actually going to push the ball down the field for Lance? Are, are we or is Ayuk going to have to walk out the door in a couple of years? Are we because they're so committed to running the ball. Right. Are we going to be able to bring in a quality top-tier corner? Or are we still going to be, you know, sacrificing and saying, no, we're not going to get J.C. Jackson. Let's get Ward. Because yeah. it saves us $4 million. Yep. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like the entire strength of Shanahan is that he's supposed to be able to manufacture this run game. And instead, he's saying, oh, no, it's not me. It's not my fault. The reason that we lost is because Jeff Wilson fumbled that two times. Right. That's pretty weak. That's pretty weak. Yeah. And, And that comes down to the other thing is that he never takes responsibility for anything. Yeah. After the Super Bowl. What was it? Oh, oh, who's to blame after the Super Bowl? Bosa got held. Bosa got held. Right. The refs screwed us. We were getting held. Blah, 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 blah. Revenge tour. Revenge tour. Right. Revenge tour 2.0. After mm-hmm. the championship game, we didn't do anything wrong. Let's kick Tukwaski Tart to the curb. It was Tart's fault. We could Tart's use fault. a safety yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Right. We've had mm-hmm. issues where we could use a, another a quality player in the. Yeah. Yeah. But we can't. No, no, we can't say that it's institutionally our fault. We can't say that there are places that we need to improve as a coaching staff. No, no. Like it's Jeff Wilson's fault. The guy who's averaging five yards a carry. Now we can get a, someone else who's averaging five yards a carry. Okay, and he fumbles twice in his debut, and no one talks about it. And we can pay him a ridiculous amount of money in capital. Everybody else. Okay, so so Verrett went down, right? Verrett went down, and that was horrible. We had no guarantees that Verrett was going to be back as the person that he was, but it was like our one last hope of getting a quality corner on this team. But we should have been adding a corner at the trade deadline. Why didn't we? Why didn't we? We didn't have that, any That was my point. I was like, over. hey, it's great to add to his strength, but you have clear weaknesses on this team. Why don't you address one of those? Swear to God. Yeah. So, like, so, Mosley's and, not coming back. And well, here's well, the problem, though is that they will be relevant this year. So all year long, we're going to be calling them out on this, and they're going to be calling us haters and non-believers and non-faithful and all this other nonsense, right? Because, yeah, yeah, they'll be relevant. But the point is not to be relevant. The point is to set up the franchise for success going forward. And Kyle Shanahan is taking steps backwards when we need to be taking steps forward. And I don't see a future. I don't see it. And I'm He mortgaged it. He mortgaged yeah. it to win this year. 
So, okay. Better win this year. Win this year. Look, Better win this year. this year. He wins this year. I don't care. It's been 30 years since the 49ers won a Super Bowl. If I get one this year, put him on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, absolutely. I'm wrong. You're at the top. Sign Jimmy Garoppolo, 10-year, lifetime contract. I don't care. Give Fine. me a Super Bowl, and, and yeah. it all goes away. But right now, Agreed. it's not good enough to win or lose against the Chargers this week. It doesn't do anything. Great call. Great call, Josh. Have a good one. Have a good one. Uh, okay, we got Rod, 88-Niner, AK-Niner, and then Martin Donaldson in that order. Uh, Wardell MF says, bro, where's Niner Nation watching football? I don't know. I'm not in Niner Nation, bro. I, I wouldn't know. But, it, you know, they travel well. I'm sure it won't be too hard to find them. Rod. Rod's in Niner Nation. What's up? What's going on? What's going, What's going on, on, Grant? Yeah. Man, I just called to say it just feel like the Florida Niners just need to learn how to do what makes sense. I think a lot of times Kyle has a tendency to get a little cute with the play calling. Let's just go back to what makes sense. Not only that, but like you said before, and you made this point a lot of times, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to just get victories with slants, with curls, and like throwing screens, screens. all game long. Yeah. Right. No. You're yeah. going to have to learn to utilize him. And I know we're all skeptical about allowing him to throw the ball down the field. I do think that they've done a better job with allowing him to, to do it this season. But it's like we've always said as well, some of those passes that he's thrown – could have been picks. So we're just going to have to – we got to do something about this Jimmy Garoppolo situation with throwing the ball down the field because when you start to play the better teams in the playoffs, the things that may have worked in the regular season aren't going to work against those teams yeah. with better defenses. So I think it's two things in particular that we need to do. First thing is, is like you've said, this is your idea. Maybe start giving some of those passes downfield to Ross Dwelly. Seriously, you know, yeah. Second one. I also like last season when we looked like we might have a chance to go to the Super Bowl when they used to keep Warren Jennings mm-hmm. in, in, involved, and I feel like you know it's just we can't always think we're going to just have success going the route of Kittle and going to the route of Debo Samuel's because those guys already realize that those are your bread and water guys. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to go to your alternative guys. And I think, you know, when you just continue to try to run the ball 25 times a game, when it's not being effective, you have to do something different. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, again, you know, it's just he's not showing the Kyle that he showed us in the beginning that can spontaneously come up with an idea in a such situation where we need it. You know what I'm saying? You know why? Because that guy's in Miami now. Unfortunately, Kyle was taking credit for the group project. He was like, Mike, you're a little awkward. No one's ever going to take you seriously, but I'm Kyle, I'm Mike Shanahan's son. So you stick with me and you'll have a place in this league. And then, oh, he's a head coach now. Kyle's like, man, I never saw that coming. Five foot five, Mike Daniel, Mike McDaniel, head coach. Damn. I really thought. But now he, and, and he, he, his offense is clicking. Clicking. Yeah. Kyle's over here trying to figure it out in week 10. Maybe he will. But really, it seemed like his trading for Christian McCaffrey was an admission. Like, yo, I got no new ideas. My new idea is give the ball to Christian. Give the ball to Christian again. That's his idea. Yeah, I'm I think glad it's be you very said that too. Yeah, because I, I, I honestly do believe now. If you think about it, okay, Elijah Mitchell's coming back. Mm-hmm. Elijah Mitchell, we already know what he's shown us so far. He's shown mm-hmm. us potential, but he gets hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. The rookie, TDP, they see something in them. Me personally, he's okay. Okay. So that goes to the the, the guy that we all want to see. Maybe this is I've, – I've been saying it from the beginning. I think he's trying to have a special time that he debuts Jordan Mason. I think he's just saving it. And, I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, that special time is next season because Kyle Shanahan hates rookies. He's rookie-phobic. I don't like it. Yeah. Bill Walsh won his first week. Super Bowl with three starters and his uh, three rookies starting in his secondary. And Kyle Shanahan can't get a rookie running back on the field unless he absolutely has to. Silly. Wasn't Silly. Matt Breida a rookie when he played with us? 
Hell yeah, he was. But again, Elijah Rook, Elijah Mitchell was. But Kyle, if he has choices, he's like, oh, I got, I got Tevin Coleman. I gotta go with Tevin. I gotta. Yeah. But hey, nice to see you still I mean, wearing just, the Trey Lance just, jersey, man. Always, always. Yeah. I still support Jimmy. But he's my guy. Fair enough. That's Fifth the starting quarterback. Grant. All right, Rod. Already. Take care. Take it Take easy, care. bro. Take it easy. Love to see Rod. 88-9 and Rob Martin. What's up, boss? How are you, man? I'm good, man. How you doing? My, it's been a while. It's hard for me to catch up with you. Yeah, it has been a minute. I haven't been regular with my cone phone. Sorry about that, but this is... No, 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 no. No worries. I appreciate your shows. I appreciate your business. I I watch it all. It's it's great. I love it. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, too. Yeah, man. So, listen, y'all pretty much just said what I I wanted to say, and that's the fact that, you know, this, this offense sucks because... Kyle doesn't have an offense, and and I I take it back to I realized it the week of the uh, Chiefs game when we lost. Mm-hmm. We had that horrible loss, you know. It was what it was, and the light the late game was Miami. I flip yeah. on the screen, I'm watching the offense. I'm like, that's my offense. Yeah. There it is, right there, in all of its glory, all the jet sweeps, all the all the motions. It was clicking. It was beautiful. And I'm like, there it is. Yeah. And that yeah. is exactly the problem. And so, to be honest, Grant, I don't care if we had Odell Beckham Jr. I, I don't care if somehow we, we, we got that kid that's, 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 that's over there in Seattle that's making a lot of noise. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter to me because I don't think Kyle is going to be able to put it together when, 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 when it matters. Now, obviously, we got enough talent and the defense is rocking hard enough that we can always make some noise. But... As far as getting to where we want to get to, the the, the glory land, I, I don't think Kyle's got that right now, man. You, have you ever seen The Usual Suspects? I don't believe so, actually. Haven't seen The I Usual don't. Suspects. All right. It, well, I don't want to ruin it. It's, it's a great movie like from the mid-90s with one of the great all-time twists of all time. Basically, okay. what it's about is they're trying to find Kaiser Sose. Kaiser Sose is a criminal master. I did see that. Master. I did see that. Okay. I did see that, and that was... Uh, that was, that was um, What's that it's white Kevin, guy's name? Kevin Spacey, yeah, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey Chaz Palminteri. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, sp- yeah. spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, cover your ears. They're trying to find Kaiser Sose. He's a criminal right. mastermind. Yeah. And uh, Chaz Palminteri is in charge of the search, and he um, totally overlooks him the whole time. He has him in mm-hmm. his room the whole time. It's, it's right. little Kevin Spacey, and he never yeah. thinks he could have done it. And to me, it's like Mike McDaniel. Was yeah. Kaiser's and no one thought it, but you go back and look at his his track record. He was with Kyle the whole every time. step of the way, except for 09 and 10 when Kyle did nothing. That great Atlanta. year with RG3, yes. Mike McDaniel was there. That great yeah. year in Atlanta, Mike McDaniel was Mike, there. And the almost every year, he didn't have a position to coach. He was just the dude grinding tape, making game plans. It was him the whole time. I totally Crazy. agree with you. And so yeah. now we got is now what we got left. Is 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 what happened in ninety eight, ninety nine, uh, and and it looks like that. If you think about it, it looks like that that Bronco offense where 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 you think you have uh, what was his name, Davis, Terrell Terrell Davis, but yeah, you don't. Davis, you think you have John Elway, but you don't. Yeah, well, you don't got that. You don't got no. that, and and I'm very worried. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I think things may get better. When when my man comes back, because you know, as 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 the other guy, I'm a trade supporter as well. Uh, and 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 one more point about that is, you know, I I love that when when we re-signed Jimmy as as a backup. But when you think about a backup, your backup is supposed to play for four maybe five games, not the rest of the season. That's yeah. that's not ideal. You think of a backup as as a few sections. And yes, Jimmy can definitely win you four or five games, no problem. I don't have confidence in, 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 in making a whole bunch of noise for the rest of the season. I just don't. I just don't. We've oh, seen but he just before. tore up the Rams. Doesn't that change uh, everything? He tore up the Rams. Yeah, man, I've never seen on. that. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, that's true. One more final point. A little off, little off subject, but I think it is important because we all talk about it. There is a field over in, in, in London. I want to say it's London. Uh, they take excellent care of their field. When I say excellent care, they have the grasses on panels, Grant. The the grasses on panels, the 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 freaking bleacher stands raise up. 
They go underneath oh. and they get watered. They get UV lights. It's freaking beautiful. And all the, the only thing stopping us from doing that is money. So I don't think anything's going to change unless the NFL Players Association gets involved and, and makes a noise on that front. Agree. You know, Arizona does that. They have a they have a, a dome, but they they have grass and they roll it out. Right, right. And they right, got the Super right. Bowl this year, so smart to them. And the NFL needs to start needs to yeah, they gotta get rid of this. I think that the league and the players association should all be in lockstep on this issue. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It'll cost the billionaires a few extra million. Good. Invest in your in your in your product. Exactly. It's, Seriously. It's, 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 it's making it safer for your players. It shows that you actually care as opposed to yeah. the dollar sign. Cause if you, if you install that turf stuff, it's almost feels like, do you, are you counting on players to get hurt? Like, do you not want to pay? Are you like, let's just have a lot of turnover and go with young guys. Like it's exactly. almost what it feels like, which exactly. is really messed up anyway. Yeah. All so, right, man. Great to see you. Great conversation, man. I appreciate it. All right. See you soon. Yes, sir. AK Niner 49er. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How you doing, man? Man, everything is everything. How about you? <laughs> uh, same, same. So uh, I know everyone's been talking about the offense and Kyle. I wanted to talk about the defense this time. Okay. Diamador Lenore. Okay. So I was watching some of his training camp videos as well as even the first couple of games last season. And one of the things I noticed is that he's not afraid to be physical with the receivers and play close, you know, like right. press coverage. Yes. With Mosley, when we had Mosley out there, one of the things that I noticed, and you had, you know, brought it up, is that we were playing a lot more press coverage. Is that yes. We had Mosley and Ward, which led to more coverage sacks. And right. Seeing that Lenore has some of those same traits, and that he's not afraid to get up in a receiver's grill. What are the odds that D'Amico will stick with this press coverage? Because even if he gets beat a couple times, you're still going to have more positive plays, meaning more more coverage sacks. Well, that's a good question to me, and and like. To me, D'Amico is coming three games in a row with a very conservative game plan. Like, I don't trust my corners other than Traverius Ward, so I'm going to play off and play zone. And he didn't adjust until halftime of this game against the Rams. And I think, I don't know why he adjusted. Did he adjust because he felt that he was using his personnel wrong, or did he adjust because he felt that the Rams had no one who could threaten him? It's It could have been that, because other than Cooper Cup, who you can double— there's no one. Like Allen Robinson's not going to beat you. Skoranek isn't going to beat you. So you should be aggressive against them. But if he looks, and again, this week, like who's going to beat you right. at wide receiver? But when you go against a team like Arizona, who has some speed and some skill at wide receiver, what's D'Amico going to do? Is he going to back off and just give up a bunch of short catches? Because that's what he did against Atlanta. So here's a solution for that. In that case, I would still play the press coverage. And you know Charvarius Ward can hold his own one-on-one playing press coverage. Yeah. If Lenore's getting beat, you just roll over some safety help like Gibson or right. Ward if he's out there toward right. Lenore's side. I would think so. Easy enough. Easy enough. But what you don't do is just play nine yards off and invite a bunch of quick passes because that just takes your pass rush out of the game. And we've seen that. That's an effective way to play the Niners defense. Those screens, take that stuff away. Make, make uh, teams earn it by holding the ball in the pocket and blocking the Niners' pass rush and uh, com- completing passes down the field. Make them earn it. Exactly. And yeah. uh, I feel like right now, especially with our offense being much more improved with McCaffrey, we know that Kyle knows that you know we're capable of scoring 30 points. So even if we allow a big play on defense from being too aggressive, it's not as damaging as, say, pre-McCaffrey. So I think right. that's going to enable the defense to uh, enable D'Amico to take more chances to – you know, you'll see more of that. I'm hoping we'll see more of that press coverage, which will mean more coverage sacks and more turnovers. Love it, man. Great call. Thank you very, very much for your suggestions. Always a I'm pleasure. You. See you, man. All right. Martin Donaldson. Hey, Graham. How are you? Okay. Uh, I'm stuck at home with COVID, but... Uh, uh, oh, sorry to hear that. Are you okay? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. It's been uh, okay. a couple of days. It's okay, but it's my birthday tomorrow, so it's going to be COVID birthday for me. So <laughs> Happy early birthday. Yeah, thank you. So, but it makes it, I have time to call you, so I have nothing to do. <laughs> it's really, I'm quite busy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just want to get it out of the way. Uh, just think that if the Niners can't beat the char- banged-up Chargers after a bye with all they got, that's just unacceptable and... <laughs> they, they it's, a it's a bad uh, sign it's a bad sign if they can't beat the chargers in this game. game fine if not 
uh, all bets are off <laughs> yeah. this season. Yeah. And uh, I want to come back to the McCaffrey trade because I was really on the fence about that trade, like when it happened because of like maybe on the brittle side and uh, right. Like uh, like they said before, another investment in uh, running back. It's quite a lot with draft pick. We third draft pick we invest in running back and the draft pick we invest in McCaffrey. Right. But, uh, I looked at like all around and what really swayed me when I saw his contract. Mm-hmm. So it's $12 million until 2025. So he's an unrestricted free agent in 2026. All those picks make sense for a guy that good. But if you have control over him for the next like three years and a half, that's another thing. That's an incredible trade. I know the elephant is the room. Is, is Kyle going to like run him up, run him to the ground? It's, it's like another thing. Maybe McCaffrey will still be there, not Kai <laughs> at a certain point. But I don't see McCaffrey as a running back. He's a star player. And I don't care paying $12 million for the next three for guys that can throw, that can catch, that can run. That at every play, the one is on the, on the field, the other defense have to like basically always think about what that guy can do. So we saw him. He's not washed. Is he fragile? Maybe, but it's clearly not watch what we see with what we see last week. So I think it's a great, great trade, great deal for for McCaffrey. Okay, all right. So I don't know what you think about it. If you're still on the fence, because of- I don't like the trade. Uh, to me, um, you're paying so much, not just in draft picks, but in money for a you know. Is it really so much? Twelve million. The, the cap goes up next year. It's it's. Life I mean, what that. Josh Wyatt said earlier, like the Niners have proven that you can they can get production in their running game with like spending nothing. So now you're all of a sudden pretty much have like the most expensive run no, game in the have. league. I mean, they needed Debo last year to to, to play running back to a production of the, the running game. That was twenty five million this year because Debo was running last year, and it was Monster that was doing it before. They need someone to make explosive plays from there, and they didn't, they didn't even give Jordan Mason a shot. He's a running back. I mean, I, Jeff Wilson Jr. was explosive. I mean, I think he's having a hell of a year. He had a really good game for the for the Dolphins. I mean, is McCaffrey better than Jeff Wilson? Yeah, but Jeff yeah. Wilson was making nothing, and and Christian McCaffrey's making. He's like one of the highest paid running backs in the league. And you had to give a bunch of yeah. picks. I look. I could be wrong. You ask how I feel. I, I'm just. I, no, I wasn't going to argue with you. you. Yeah, no, but I, I, I kind of. Uh, I agree with. I, I mean, I like Jeff Wilson. That's just how I feel. But I'm, so, I'm open to being wrong. I'm open to being wrong. I don't think any defenses was shaking in their in their in their boots when Jeff Wilson Jr. was on the field. Maybe I they weren't he, shaking their boots when Raheem Moser was on the field, but they then he, then they would probably buy him. I think they was at a certain point. Like, all right, so, man, all right Martin, think, good call. I, I got to take more calls, man. Yeah, but it was problem. a good it was a good spirited debate. Thanks for calling in. See you, Grant. All right, see you, man. Chris Lathan. Hey, what's going on, Grant? What's going on? Oh man, not much, man. I'm just, you know, it's it's been a minute, man. It's good to see you, man. Good to see good you too. To talk it's to been you. a while. Yep, absolutely. Man, man, just uh, two things, man. I, I, if, if the 49ers lose to the Chargers, I will not be shot. I will not be shot. Like on paper, I they will. should handle business, but the Niners this season haven't exactly handled business consistently. <laughs> They yeah, just I, I, yeah. Well, I, 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 I was, I was one of the people I didn't get a chance to get on, but I wasn't shocked when we lost to the Bears and we should have won, because when we played the Bears last year or the year before and we barely won, it wasn't until Debo had that breakout to where we where we won the game. So I mean, nobody knows who this team is. We have no idea who this team is. Zero idea. Well, this team is the team that owns the Rams. Okay, everyone owns the Rams this year. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 we. I feel the same way about them that I feel about the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Who have the Eagles actually played? Yeah. Yeah. No. I, uh. I can't. I couldn't even tell you. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the 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 biggest problem that I have is still the fact that he got Trey Lance hurt. I'm still not past it. Mm-hmm. I'm still not past it. And this mm-hmm. is the thing. Everybody has a hole in their game at their job, something that they're not good at. 
Kyle's problem is that he cannot develop a quarterback. Mm-mm. I think that's the biggest hole in his game. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And that's a pretty big hole, man. If you can't develop a quarterback or evaluate the position, I mean, you could be an offensive genius and get all the weapons in the world and have a great defense, but you're going to be the 49ers. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. You're going to be just falling short. Yeah. And, 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 this is, and this is how I prove that fact. Because when the when the 49ers had a chance, well, let's put it like this. Let's say, you know, you see this nice car, right? You see it. Well, not a nice. You just see a car and you say to yourself, you know what? That could be a nice car. You know what? If you go ahead, you put some rims on it, maybe color it, you know, do a couple of things to it. And then the next thing you know, it's a beautiful car. Right. You had to hook it up. You had to do something to it. But you saw the potential in it. Right. Mm-hmm. How is it that? Deshaun Watson was there for you, even though he's going through what he went through. He was there for you to for you to draft, and mm-hmm. you didn't draft him. Although he went up against the top tier defense in college and handled business, both and wins and losses. Right, right. You had a chance to draft him, didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Then he comes available, and then you want to try and go ahead and pick him up when you could have had him for pennies. Same thing with McCaffrey, frankly. They took yeah. Solomon Thomas over all these guys. Yeah. And you know one thing real quick? So Mike McGlinchey came out this week and apologized for the Niners drafting him over Derwin James, which is a little tongue-in-cheek, but also it was really necessary. I, I never heard Solomon Thomas apologize for the Niners drafting him, so I got to give Mike McGlinchey his flowers on this one. That was above and beyond. Good job, Mike. More, yeah. more athletes should apologize for getting drafted high. I think that's... I can't... If he did... I mean, wow, that's... I just want to apologize to the community. That's, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, they mean, should have taken you, someone else. Yeah. I can't believe that he actually did that. Me too. Like, that, I think he thought he was being funny, but at the same time, it was like, dude, you called yourself Socks and Underwear. Like, that's your name from now on. The yeah, Niners' right tackle is Socks and Underwear from now on. I That's, that's all I'm calling him. Do, do, you, do you think the... Um, do you think the 49ers are going to win out? Do you, think, do you think the 49ers can make the playoffs? Of course they can make the playoffs. Do I think they're going to win out? Let's see them beat the Chargers first. I don't know. We both said we don't know I don't who they are. I don't think they're going to do it. You know, I'll, 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 t- I'll tell you the one problem that this team really does have. There is no final say because this is the problem. Remember last year when uh, John York came down and everybody was like, oh, man, John York's down here. You know, uh, there's going to be some problems. Well, they should feel that way about Jed, but they don't. Why right. is that? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, yeah. you you have the power in theory, but what you say, you know, doesn't really actually go. <laughs> but I just wanted to come in and just just. I, I know you got more calls. I didn't have anything, you know, too deep to talk about. But I just wanted to hit you up, man. Appreciate all that you do, man. Oh, oh, another thing, man. Just want to say, you are blowing up big time, which you already know. But keep doing what you're doing, man. I love your work, man. So does everybody else. On half of, of Niner Nation, man, we appreciate you. Thank you, Chris. Always appreciate it. Later. All right. You take care, man. Have a good You too. All right, guys. We got like 12 minutes left. If you could, let's try to keep this somewhat brief to get everyone on. We got Keneal and then JG49ers and then Thayer. Keneal, what's up, man? What's good, Grant? It's been a minute, man. It's good to see you. Um, I'm going to keep it quick like we talked about. I want to talk about these recent moves for McCaffrey and then maybe bringing in Odell. I think Kyle is starting to get a bit insecure. He's starting to get a bit uncomfortable about like he hasn't been able to get over the hump. So the idea of getting the perfect or he could do it with any running back or any type of wide receiver is starting to kind of wear off for, for uh, wear off for him. So it's like, I gotta, mm-hmm. get, I gotta get it done. So it's, I gotta get McCaffrey. I got to get Odell. I got to get these guys. I got to get my numbers up. Mike McDaniels make me look bad. Yep. And uh, because he doesn't trust his quarterback at the same time. So it's like, hey, if Jimmy can only make that throw to that one deep throw to Ray Ray McLeod, I got to get someone that's going to catch it. That's going to catch it. That I feel comfortable is going to catch it because I can't trust Jimmy to throw it twice. So I think that's why Kyle's might make the uh, might make that move for Odell and why he made the move for McCaffrey. And even though it was the McCaffrey move, I was like, eh, about if it makes Kyle secure, I think when he feels secure, he's a good coach. 
when he gets nervous. Uh, sure. And and the thing with McCaffrey is he's he looks like he's in top shape right now. Like Odell, yeah. what is he going to be coming off his second ACL? I mean, you just tried this with Jason Verrett. You really want to go down this road again? That's fair. You're the 49ers. Guys get hurt in practice every week, B. You're right. Every right. week, B. Yeah. You're right. But I, th- I just think he gets nervous. And I think when Kyle Coach like. is scared or Coach is nervous, he's not good. That's when, he's when he doesn't have confidence in his guys or whatever. Yeah. So now he has ultimate exactly. confidence in Christian McCaffrey. Seemed like he was losing yeah. confidence in Debo. Yeah. Which maybe that's fair. And even Jeff and he's like he have confidence well. in Ayuk, but you can't get him the ball because of the quarterback. Yeah, fair. So he's like, well, McCaffrey, I, I just save the season, buddy. <laughs> we'll just see. go Wildcat. Uh, just go Wildcat. <laughs> I mean, McCaffrey has the best throw of the year so far. That third. I'm line. just saying. <laughs> um, and we got to beat the Chargers without Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. We we have to figure it out. We have got, to. We we can't like have to. We have to. There's Come no on. way you can like you can like. Write that one off. That would just be devastating. No. Like, he, Herbert's great. Don't get me wrong. And he's way better than Jimmy. So it's, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. Yeah. He's still going to make plays. But you got to have someone to throw to. We, we Yes, exactly. So we DeAndre Carter? The Niners cut him. <laughs> he was on the team in 2017 training camp. I don't think he didn't make the team. He's one of the first guys Kyle Shanahan signed. And then they cut him. He's really? decent. Yes. That's true. Wow. True facts. All right, Keneal. Good to see you, man. All right, man. I'll call you later. Peace. Later. I liked his glasses a lot. They're really nice. The golden. A couple more. Ha! Yeah, that's we're at that level of the show. JG, 49ers, NFL. What's up? Hey, Grant. How are you? Good, man. It's been a while. It, it has. Like a year the last time I It has. What's on your mind? Well, first of all, we're not listening to the Chargers. Not these right. Chargers. I mean, right. you see Second the half. injury report, right? Uh, who's going to throw to? I mean, Herbert. He has no one to throw to. His defense and his offensive line is not doing that great either. They are questionable, no. both a guard no. and a tackle. So, no. Being that said, uh, I know you have revisited this like 200 times. So, but I got to say it. I hate the McCaffrey trade. I hate mm. it. I don't mm. hate the player. He's awesome. I mean, yeah. he's good to have. But I don't think it was the move this team needed. Mm. At the time they made this move, I mean, they were expecting them to come back, but they had no no tackles at offense. Right. None. Absolutely yeah. none. That's true. So, for all the... And, well, you also lost mostly. So, yep. yeah, I would go into... Let's get this probably legendary defense back with two real cornerbacks. Mm-hmm. Two real shutdown cornerbacks. And, uh, well, let's get an insurance policy for, well, McGlinchey. yeah. For sure. Yeah. And there's also a chance that Trent Williams may not finish the season healthy. I mean, that that's his track record, right? And right. he's he's on the right side of 30. So, yeah, uh, I mean, Brunswick can do sort of the job, but how about another swing tackle? So, yeah. I know inside um, it's 2020, but what? Could the Niners have done with all the capital they invested on McCaffrey? Let's see. The Eagles acquired uh, defensive end Robert Quinn from the Bears for a four-round pick. Mm. The Jaguars, uh, okay, if you really wanted a, a running back, well, the Jaguars traded James Robinson to the Jets for a six-round pick. Mm-hmm. And, well, talking about the, a swing tackle, how about the Patriots giving up Justin Heron? I mean, he's not started, but still, it's a swing tackle. Mm-hmm. It, it fell on it. And a summer of pick for a six-round pick. So you would there were still options. have, yeah, and you would yeah. still have a second and a third to address the cornerback situation. Mm-hmm. You can definitely get a, a starting cornerback with a second and a third. Right. And then then you can really call, you are going all in this season for a Super yeah. Bowl. But what they did, no, man, it just feels like another panic move, another one. They've been doing those for a while now. For half a day. Yeah, yeah I, I, I agree. I didn't like the move. Um, good player. But you had a good running back. And now he's in Miami. And he's cheap. And so you you, you spent a lot to upgrade a little. And you still have a big problem at, at corner. I mean, maybe it's not a problem this week because there's no wide receivers to cover. But eventually, you saw what it looked like against the Chiefs. It's not. <laughs> anyway, I, I this show's almost over. Yeah. Great to see you, man. Sorry to cut you off. Good to see you. All right. Yeah. Take care.
Nick Brown says, do you think Kyle will get fired if he lose some games? Uh, Dolphins and then lose to uh, Mike McDaniels. I feel like we need a whole show to talk about this. I don't know. I mean, if he loses the rest of his games, it could get bad. Yeah. I, I think we, we all, if he misses the playoffs, things could get weird. That's all I'm going to say. Day are 86 jokes. What's up, Grant? How's it going? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing good. Uh, first question. You excited for ski season or what? Yeah. Hell yeah. First first weekend just happened today. So I'm, I'm Where are you calling from? Reno, Nevada. Reno, Nevada. Okay, okay. Is it so is it snowing right now? Oh yeah. This last Oh week, nice, dude. That's, six that's inches baller. Here, you know? Love it. Love it. Love it. Cool. I'll, I'll I'll keep it quick. I know you're on a short list here. So uh first question. Um, you know, I saw last week's uh two weeks ago game, uh Christian uh Christian McCaffrey. Um, you know, obviously a freak athlete, but uh you know, I got pretty nervous of them just like <clears throat> running the small running back just straight at straight down the line. And you know, I'm just curious with Elijah Mitchell back, are they just gonna keep risking that? And I don't, I don't know. I mean, what happens if Elijah Mitchell gets hurt again? I mean I, it it seems like that's what Kyle's gonna do. Is he's gonna use Christian McCaffrey as much as he has to, and if McCaffrey gets hurt, he'll just do what he always does when someone gets hurt. Oh, it's not my fault. It's football. Right. It's not my fault. So I, I I don't know, and I think the more people tell Kyle, hey, be be careful with Christian, he's gonna be like, huh, do what? Twenty seven touches? Okay, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, he's a troll. Cool, cool. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about uh, OBJ. Obviously, he's a, you know when he's healthy, he's elite wide receiver, runs great routes, super fast, deep threat. Didn't we just draft one of those? Like, I'm not I'm not sure Jimmy can actually throw those balls. And like, I don't think that would be a very you know money-wise a great thing to do other than saying he's on the team so yeah i i i mean if they would have signed him they would have signed him already no I, I i get the feeling that odell beckham isn't getting great offers and he's thinking i'm just gonna wait a little while do you get the feeling he say you want a multi-year deal uh-huh yes yeah, sure buddy you're getting <laughs> a multi-year deal i don't think so cool, cool. uh all right there oh what, what what tell me tell me tell me go ahead real quick uh, I saw this thing on YouTube the other day with Kurt Warner. He kind of broke down uh, route running and decision making from the 49ers from the QB's perspective. And uh, I don't know. It's only a couple minutes long, but if you get some time, you should check it out. I'm curious what you think about Kyle Shanahan's decision making, the route running, and uh, is everything actually Jimmy's fault, or is it? Just- well, was that from the the the, the, G- the Chiefs game? Uh, yeah, I've seen that. It's phenomenal. Okay, it's cool. absolutely great. It's really good, and it puts a lot of the onus on Kyle and. Ayuk to an extent, or whoever's coaching him to run those routes. Those slants? Yeah, yeah. All right, there. Thanks so much. See you, man. Uh, Bass Spokane Niner fan says, over-under CMC throws more TDs than Jimmy tomorrow. See, the thing about that is it kind of felt like the Niners have been out of ideas all year, and they were like, oh, snap, we're playing the Rams. All right, dust off that game plan from the last year in the uh, Week 18. So how'd they win that game? With the Debo touchdown throw. They did the same freaking thing with Christian McCaffrey, and the Rams still couldn't stop it. So I feel like the Niners are still kind of like copying or cheating off of Mike McDaniel's notes from the past. But now, are there any Mike McDaniel notes on the Chargers? I don't know. Brian Colt, what's up? More in heaven a minute, man. How you doing? That's right. Keeping the good thing going. They're listening. Yeah. They're definitely listening. They absolutely Um, are. I know you got to go. I know you got to go. So um, is this the game for California? Is this like the, the rights? For California between the Chargers and the Niners because the Rams have kind of taken themselves out of that competition, right? I would guess so, yeah. If you put it that way, yeah. I mean, the Raiders sort of had like an honorary claim to it, but they really – I mean, I don't think anyone wants the Raiders at this point. Damn, they suck. No, no I don't think the Raiders want themselves Vegas right is now. like, you know what? You can go back to Oakland. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So We'll um, just use this so, stadium for monster truck rallies. Okay, keep going. Really quickly, like, do you think um, – do you think it really matters what we pay for a um, player, you know, like draft capital or what we give up to a player if we win a Super Bowl? Isn't that no. the end result? No. Yeah, I, I, it is. And my question with McCaffrey with is, is this actually the move that's going to put him over the top? Because, like, you upgraded from Jeff Wilson Jr. to McCaffrey. There's an upgrade there. But you probably could have upgraded more with some corner. But I don't have a name. Over Diamond or Lenore. Maybe not. You know, it's like there was a great – running back available. There wasn't a great cornerback available. They got the great player. I, the only thing I'll say is, it's no coincidence that of all the players the Panthers traded, they traded him. I mean, maybe they're stupid, but expensive running back in his mid late, late 20s or 
Young pass rusher. Who are we trading? Obviously the running back. Well, and I, I, all of a sudden I, they have Deontay Foreman, who's great. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think CMC wanted out, and then just as soon as CMC got here, you know, Wilson wanted out. And when beginning of the season, when Wilson was running the ball, everybody's like, why are we trying Wilson? And he's only getting one to two yards. Then he fumbled. You know, I know CMC fumbled too, but I don't know. And then with Odell real quick, do you think he can, can – do you think he catches better than anybody else on the team? I don't care how fast he is. Does he have hands? Yeah, he has good hands. He does. He does. So I just want to know, I, like, what is what is he what is he like? How how much separation is he creating after his second ACL surgery? It takes I, a toll. You don't just bounce back. I agree. Totally agree. I think if they just toll. got him for one year deal. If that's what he wants, I think the only real real question is: is is he going to be wearing number thirteen, or is Purdy going to still wear it? I just wonder why he hasn't gotten signed yet. It, it, the market may not be as uh, you know enticed as he thought what i what i've heard is he's not cleared yet so they're still waiting about oh. a week before but that, that's what i've heard so i don't I'm makes not, sense you know makes sense. i'm not an expert i just i just try to that would make sense so. that would Thanks all right brian you on, Grant. You great to great see day. you all right all Talk right to everybody later see you guys i gotta end the show now sorry anoop sorry jose it's 10 31 and i promised my wife would be out the door um i'll do this again soon and i'll get you guys back on uh first take care everyone have a great weekend